this teacher got so mad at him. He's like, yeah, that's why you'll never be anything. And you're going to be a farmer just like your dad. Cause he taught his dad. And that was like the first time that I like sat there and I was like, I don't think you can say that. Yeah. And he started laughing. So me and Bryce are like sitting in the truck. We're watching a YouTube video on like the little dash of the truck. We're sitting there eating our food. And out of nowhere, I swear, going at least 40 miles an hour is a tire flying across the truck. Like it goes across the parking lot hits one of like the little parking lot things and jumps up and goes into a creek. Mm-hmm. I look to my left and there's cows running everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, I look at Bryce. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like the world, like there's a war, there's a war going on right now. I was like, someone just died right yeah. now. And I guess a farmer was driving and his tire, like the hubs came off and the nuts backed themselves off and the tire perfectly slid off the trailer trailer hit the get back gate broke open all the cows <laughs> ran out and this tire comes flying past the car and jumps up and goes into the creek this dude gets all the cattle back into this fucking thing and he's like going around going trying to find this tire so he's walking around the parking lot and like there's like a little mini i don't know like a bench for people to sit on i guess out their lunch break and he's like walking up to it and he's like looking around he's looking in bushes for a whole ass tire and he cannot find it. He never found it. Did he ever well, he, find it? He, he found it. He walked up to like this edge and like looks down and like he sees it. And I saw him like try to calm down. Did you stay long enough to see if he got the cows back in? Yeah, he got the cows back in. It was him and like two other guys and they rounded them up. I did. I don't know what I would if all my cows got out. I'd be like, they're gone, dude. I mean, I'm not getting them back. There's I, there's, there's six more wild cows out in the world right now. I had never. I never thought <laughs> that in a movie when tires fly. That that like would be I'm like oh well of course it has to the be movie fake. Final Destination does that yeah. happen in that movie I don't know in my, oh, I a think, log definitely goes through a car oh. and kills somebody I never watched those movies because I was super scared to die well when I was a kid <laughs> well I didn't watch them because I was like I mean I I'm still want, scared to die yeah so. <laughs> it's like I didn't watch them because I didn't want to know the ways you die. I yeah. didn't want. I, I didn't did know that the, was possible. Did you ever watch the show A Thousand Ways to Die? Yeah, I watched that show. <laughs> that I don't know why awful. I couldn't watch Final Destination. Yeah. But I watched that show. Dude, that show's awful. I stopped watching that show after I saw a simulation of a guy get killed by a wood chipper. I was like, I'm done. I'm not I think I've seen show. that one. Did I was like, like, I'm not watching this show. How the fuck do they get that on TV? I don't know, dude. How do they go in a room and be like, okay, you're not gonna believe this? So you know how like Seinfeld did really good. That show is great. Well, we got one better. Yeah. It's like, what? It'll what, reach what every is audience. It? Is it like a. Is it it like relates a, to everybody. It's like five friends and they're at a bar. It's like, no, dude, it's better. A thousand ways to die. He's like, huh? I love it. I love how, it. How does this Yeah, happen? Can you give me some examples? Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, we haven't really thought all of them through. Uh, one was you swallow your toothbrush. That's one way to die. We didn't know about that one. Do you think there's like a dude, they just, like a team of 10 people, they just sit in the back and they just research? Like they go through death records. Do you think people actually died that way? Or do you think people just like, they're like. Hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically, if you swallow your toothbrush, you're probably dead. I don't know. I, for some reason in my mind, I always felt like at the beginning of the episode, they were like, this is how someone died. And it's on record. Maybe. But looking back at the show, probably not. I mean, that would be absurd to find all of those cases. What do you think has claimed the most lives out of anything? Like some odd. Yeah. Like tree, I feel like maybe trees, trees falling. I don't know, dude. Not I mean, fa- or falling life. out of them, or running into them. Oh, cars. you're running into them for sure. Yeah, but is that like the trees fall or is that drunk driving? I mean, the tree did it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that tree wasn't there, they were probably still gonna be alive. You know, I don't know. I think the fence post would do it after that. I don't know about and the, then maybe a house. Yeah, maybe whatever's in the car's path, but it's definitely not. If, I mean, if it's a field though, they're living. <laughs> If yeah, it's probably, a, if it's probably, a, yeah. if there's a tree and a field behind that tree, if that tree's gone, they're living. So you could say it wasn't the tree's fault, but all I'm saying is that tree did it. <laughs> yeah, the tree killed that dude. I mean, there's no way around it. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be that'd just be a. And crazy then the tree just has to look at what it did for the rest of its life because they put those crosses down in front of the tree. <laughs> so then the tree just has to sit there all like for the rest of its life and be like, "Damn, man, I can't believe I did that." Do you think like the plants in the back of people's like trucks that go set up on farms and they plant, they just drive by and they're like, oh, dude, that dude killed somebody. It's like a shame mark. <laughs> Maybe. Like other plants to drive by, they're like, dude, that tree's a murderer. Yeah. The tree's out killing people. Yeah. He's out crossed up. 
Yeah, they take its water from it, like suck it away from it. <laughs> Give me that water, you murderer. <laughs> they put the roots into it, and they're like, we're limiting your water. You'll never grow. We'll do enough to maintain, but you'll never grow. Yeah. We're not giving you any cool leaves or any of that. We'll give you yard time, but that's it. <laughs> What's yard time? Eternity. Yeah, you can just stay here in the trees yard. Do be, <laughs> trees do be living hell along. It'd be like the one thing if it could talk, like inanimate object, inanimate object. Is that right? No. In animate. Inanimate? Yeah. That just doesn't sound right. Inanimate. Inanimate object. Animated. Yeah. Inanimate. Yeah. So not animated object. Yes. Okay. Inanimated. Not inanimate. Inanimate is somebody who's just like, I mean, I don't know, maybe kind of like that's adamant is like, no, fuck yes. We're doing that. Inanimate is just like, ah, maybe has nothing to do with trees. Okay. Inanimate (laughs) object. If they could talk, a tree would definitely be the wildest one. They'd be like, have you, you know, the shit I've seen. Yeah. They've seen everything. Mm -hmm. So that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, if we could ask him for advice, that'd be crazy. Like, dude, how do I get this chick to like me? She won't text me back. And the tree's like, man. He's like, I've been around yeah. everywhere. I've seen millions you of got, She's got, you got to get her to want you more than you want her. Uh, and that's the key. I thought the tree's going to be like, and you have no shot. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of shit, dude. You have no shot. Yeah, you need to give up, you man. To, yeah, you need yeah. to stop talking to that girl. Step one is go get a haircut, because my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I look better than you right now. I'm oh. trimmed up better than that. Yeah. Oh, so did that story relate to the topic at hand or did you, it was just a wild story? I mean, it could relate. So like, how do you decide that you want to have cows for a living? No, like the person I see, here's what I'm imagining, right? The farmer doesn't want to like take his trailer to like have the necessary work done. So he don't want to take a professional. So he's like, I'm going to do it myself. And then he put that tire on and like, you know, tightened it all up and was ready to go. And then he definitely fucked it up because that's not his job. And then. I mean, putting a tire on isn't hard though. You can do that by yourself. Yeah. But like a big trailer. I had a car. I bought a car from a dealership and they're supposed to know how to do that. And they didn't put it on right. And my wheel fell off. Really? Yeah. So. That's wild. So. Dude, car dealerships are a scam. Yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, you get like they. I guess they do what they're supposed All to sell you a car. I mean, salespeople sell you a car. Yeah, that's yeah. what they do. But they always like come up with like weird. They've made it so complicated to buy a car that you could like, I don't, you just don't know what you're doing. I mean, what are you going to do? Read 400 pages worth of this contract before you realize that you just sign a lease that if you don't, you know, if you drive more than 100 miles in a year, that means you're going to have to buy the car. <laughs> yeah. That's what they say. That's on you. Yeah, it's on you, man. Hey, it's like this, your car payment's only 150 a month, but if you drive more than 200 miles a year, you have to pay a fee of $4,000 at the end of the year. Yeah, and you're like, you never once mentioned that. Yeah, like, oh, they're like, it was in the contract. Yeah, it was in the paperwork. Yeah. So, like, if you can fight it if you want. I don't know. If you guys are any car salesmen out there, you know, let us know your tricks and tactics because we need to put them to work. Because <laughs> yeah. I got stuff I want to buy. Yeah, because I, I, pe- I got people I'm trying to fuck up with contracts. <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to get in on that. No, but I think the topic for today, the question that we have is how do you like choose what it is that you want to do in life? Because, dude, I'm, I'm 23 and I'm still struggling to figure out that answer. I mean, we have a podcast. I have a job. Correct. Uh, Correct. I have things I'm interested in. But it's, you know, if somebody was like, hey, man, what do you, so what do you want to do for the rest of your life? Yep. I'd be like, figure out what it is yeah. I want to do for the rest of my life. I don't know. Live, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the and the And then another thing is, should you do that? Because there's, I feel like that's a big thing nowadays is where people just, you know, the idea is like you figure out how to make enough money so that you can go and travel. And then, you know, like I feel like people change jobs more often now than they used to do. Yeah, people change jobs all the time now. I mean, you'll keep a job for a week and then you're like, I don't want to do this. And then you just quit immediately. Yeah. And you're just like, no, two weeks. Which our parents hate. Oh, my God. Like, that generation? That generation of people absolutely cannot stand. They're like, I had to go work, you know, in a factory or work at McDonald's for two years before I pick something. That that person should have to do it, too. Yeah, they're like, I made 15 cents an hour. Yeah. It's like. (laughs) Made two cents, and I had to, you know, pay five cents a day to work there. So I was in the hole already. Yeah. Like, what? Why would you stay there? Yeah, and it, the funny thing is, like, they get pissed because they'll be like, you know, I don't understand why kids don't want to work these days. It's like, well, what were you working for? Were you working so that things stayed the same and people had to work for 
eight hours a day for 50 years and to make 15 cents and that's how they can make a living or were you work like was the did we make any progress in the last 30 yeah. years to what maybe that we don't have to do that as much well and like my whole argument would be like you didn't have a choice to do that other shit like yeah you did shitty work but you also didn't have the internet and nine thousand other ways to make money now so you're telling me like right now today you would go do that shit they were like, no, nah, if I had all the access to your all stuff. So I'm like, you're you're basically, yeah, you're, you're agreeing to our point. Well, and then my point is like, you do, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you do now. You still sure. do. Yeah. yeah. You still like, can You do don't that. have to keep doing the job you want. Like you have freedom now. You can go and figure out, you can go be a garage sale flipper if you want, dad. Yeah, maybe. It's up to I mean. Yeah, if you want to put the work in. Yeah, I mean, if you think you can outcompete people like Gary Vee. <laughs> yeah, there's no shot. Yeah. I'm convinced he's the best garage sale flipper in the world. I think it's just because people get scared of him. Oh. Yeah. He's like, how like much that? would you want to take for this? And they're like, just take it, man. Please get out of <laughs> hey, here. Time out. Yeah. I'm shutting down. You got cameras and lights. I'm scared. Just take it. <laughs> no wonder people are selling him stuff for cheap. They're like, please, can you please get off yeah. my lawn? <laughs> I saw that Trevor Wallace did a, um, he did a skit about that. He's like, I'm about to go fuck this guy out of his money right now. <laughs> he sees the guy. He goes, Jesus Christ, not this guy again. Yeah. He goes, how much you want for the bike? He's like, $50, man. He goes, I'll give you two. <laughs> Can you just leave, man? I mean, you're just taking off. Like, I just, I'm just trying to get a little money myself, and you're fucking me out of this job. Like, yeah. What are we doing here? But I think a big thing for... Um, do you know people, what you want to do? No. Dude, Go ahead and say your point. I don't know why I just interrupted you. Like that was rude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't pat me. Man. Don't do that. Don't don't pat me on the back. I'm not a child. Okay. Come on, sport. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Shut the fuck up, dude. Um, no, but that older generation too is always like, oh, you can be anything you want to be, and it's like, okay, um, I'm passionate about this, and they're like, you can do any job with that passion. You're like, dude, that doesn't help me at all. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier for me to pick a job if I only had five jobs to pick from. Do you think that's true? What? That you can do whatever you want to? No. Why? Because that's I a controversial can't. take. Okay. I mean, um, that's a controversial take for some people. For some yeah. people, it's obvious. For some other people, it's, it's but you know, and we know who those people are. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, if you're like, I want to be, you know, you can be anything you want to be. I'd be like, okay, I can't be a jockey. I don't care how much I would want to be a jockey. Now, there's like a twist you could put on it. You could be a jockey coach. So you're still like doing that passion. But the actual job of a jockey, because, you know, from Kentucky, horse racing, big thing, kind of. Mm-hmm. Don't know why I made the link. Um, just so, like, if someone's like. Do you want, did you want to be a jockey, man? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was getting around. I was like, I, I, didn't, I don't want to be a jockey, dude. But, yeah, it's a, it's a dream of mine, and it got crushed. But. It's like you have to have certain qualities and I got I don't know. You have to have certain attributes that make a jockey, which is like, you know, they're smaller people. They weigh less. So, so you're saying you're born faster. with a set of attributes that you can't change and that determines what jobs you can do. Correct. Like you know, if you're born blind, you can't be a pilot. Yeah, you can't I was about to say that. you can't fly planes, dude. You, could. you can't drive cars. You could. Can't do that. I don't know. You could. I don't know if you. No, that'd I think, be a great movie. But with the, it's called <laughs> no, like it would not. Flying Blind. That's the movie. <laughs> flying face. Yeah. Flying on face. Flying on face. That's yeah. The movie. Fuck yeah. that. That would be all you would see is a bunch of people go. Then the trailer's like in a world where pilots have to see <laughs> Susie, one man, one man, blind, <laughs> changes it all. Yeah, and it's and like kills everybody on board. <laughs> and then everyone dies over the South Pacific. <laughs> Stay tuned, coming to a theater near you. It's like, yeah. no, that just scares everyone out of flying. Yeah. But you're right, in kindergarten that they're telling that blind kid, you could be whatever you want to be. Yeah. And that blind kid's like, I can't be a baseball player. I can't see shit. No, they're like, Yeah, you can't. Is this man. the second episode in the world we've talked about blind people, or is that two episodes ago? No, I was like two. I think two or three. <laughs> when we were talking about uh <laughs> what site? Like uh, your senses and stuff like that. Yeah. The the bad part is blind people are one of like the most likely people to hear our content because it's easy to like, they can just. Oh, so you're stereotyping them. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> if I was, I'm just. So you you're know, saying that all blind people aren't watching YouTube. 
Is no, what you're no, they can listen to it. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna but put they're not myself, watching it. I'm gonna put myself in the blind person, right? <laughs> so I'm like sitting here. Cancel them. Yeah, cancel that subscription. Cancel and Start Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's I a, feel he's like a sidist. I'm on blind people's what? Sidist. <laughs> it's, like it's like a racist, but you judge people without sight. Oh, sidist sounds like on a some sort of person that just shames people. Yeah, you shame people who can't see. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about just everyone, man. I'm just kidding. We, we go we're, around sighting people. Over here at Real Dudes, we're big fans of blind people. We think you guys should keep it up. I, <laughs> if you could start saying, I don't know. <laughs> we're getting tough territory here. Back <laughs> <laughs> yourself in a hole now. So if they have the option to see, we want them to say blind. No. I mean, I got three of my closest friends are blind. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Probably cut this part out. Or at least this section. No. No, fuck it. No, but we're just, we're they, just they, pulling they, your... Tail feathers, blind yeah, people. Blind, blind people, no, we don't. Yeah. We don't hate We're just blind. fucking around. We fuck around with everybody. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be sidest if we didn't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, bat yourself in this hole. Get out of it. Um, jobs have qualifications that you have to meet to get them. So, yeah. therefore, by that definition, there are some jobs that you can't do. Well, here's the weird thing because I feel like, you know, whenever you start in elementary school, for sure, you know, did you ever do that like drill? I don't even, I don't know why you call it a drill. Like they don't put kindergartners through drills and elementary school. That's not what they do. Everybody Get, line up. <laughs> Get on the ground. It's that quick. That uh that coloring project where they were like, you know, everybody, I want you to draw what you want to be when you're up. And then like uh, they hang them up or, like or along the They might have did. I don't remember. I don't remember like taking that. those something and, like that. Yeah. In middle school I took those little the job evaluation things that were like List your personalities and take this test, and then you know you'll get whatever job. Like it'll tell you what your dream job is. Did you get podcaster? No, I got garbage man. Mm. And then second, that was my first, my number one job. I was probably going to be it was a, a waste picker, a waste management person, a garbage man. See, I hate how they like put like and then make the, man. I hate that? how they put make the, the like job sound cooler than they are. Yeah, I'm not hating garbage. on people who are like. Garbage pickers, but I know that they don't call themselves waste management collectors. No, <laughs> you're garbage. Man. So yeah, so like, a, like a mailman, like a information delivery expert. Yeah, no, dude. Parcel pa- parcel delivery service man. Yeah, no, dude. You're a mailman. <laughs> like That's, they call packages parcels. I'm like, why don't you just call it a package? Yeah, like everybody. It's package man. I'm gonna start calling my dick a parcel because <laughs> it's my package. <laughs> I got the point. <laughs> just please don't do that. I'm not gonna do it. Except from private, I'll call it a parcel in private. <laughs> private, uh, private conversation there. My parcel parts, but yeah, that's what. Where's the line of where do you think people should start being real with people about what they can be? Because well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like you do that exercise in elementary school, and they have you. Everybody's like, write down what you want to be, and then you like write down like astronaut or president or uh, actress, and yeah. everybody's like. Oh my God, you are so going to be a president or yeah, you're you so going to be, be an things. actress. Yeah. If you really want to be it, you can be that thing. And then there's a switch that happens and it happens right around freshman year of high school. Yeah. Uh, or depending on how, you know, underperforming you are in middle school, it might happen in middle school too. <laughs> um, but <laughs> well, that's a good point. They're, it, they're very keen to tell the people that aren't doing good in school, like teachers and stuff are that, Oh, here are your set jobs. Here's what you're going to be. That's wild because I hear people say that, but I've never like seen a teacher ever do that. Because I feel like teachers had, get, I feel like teachers do a bad teacher, rap. I, I've had one teacher do that. Like I've tell had, you that you need to. No, not me, but it was a math class. And this teacher always taught advanced and AP math all the time. And this year, I don't know, budget wasn't friendly, what it was, but he had to teach general ed math. And now I think it was my junior year. And, you know, I was in that class, did good in it. I just don't want to do advanced classes, so it is what it is. I was with a bunch of country kids. Families were, you know, farmers and stuff, not hating on it. Mm-hmm. Grew up on a farm, you know, all this shit. But they didn't take schoolwork serious. This teacher was pissed because he got all the smart students. He could just yell at people, and because he was the teacher and authority, they just, like, bow down to him. Yeah. Were, like, do you want to dox yeah. him? Huh? Do you want to dox him? What is that? It means where you put his name and address out on the internet so people can reach out and talk shit to him. Nah, dude. I'm not going to do that. But um, there was this one kid that, like, he was, like, class clown. Not really, but he was just 
being a dick all the time and be like, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. And this teacher got so mad at him. He's like, yeah, that's why you'll never be anything. And you're going to be a farmer just like your dad. Cause he taught his dad. And that was like the first time that I like sat there and I was like, I don't think you can say that. Yeah. And he started laughing. He's like, I'd rather be a fucking farmer and some bullshit teacher in a class. And I was like, well, that's like, I was like, oh I was God, about to say there's, go. he, he messed up on two like fronts on that one. And point number one is assuming that the kid is not going to grow up to be anything. And two, assuming that being a f- farmer means growing up to not be anything. Yeah. That's like two running insults a giant in one. farm. Isn't, yeah. isn't hard or like learning how to operate that equipment and all the shit that goes into it. Isn't like a skill of its own. Yeah. I mean, but that was like not to mention they like you said like they'll fix you know if their tractor breaks down they'll learn how to fix that engine yeah that's <laughs> yeah I don't might, know how to do that they might not know angles and geometry but they know how to fucking hook a bush hog up and if it fucking yeah you know I can tell you if you ever get your truck stuck in a ditch you you don't want the math teacher showing up <laughs> yeah, to fucking fuck, pull you out. <laughs> he's like oh this is the angle that you need to do to pull you out no you want that fucking farmer to pull up with a couple straps he's like we'll get you out of here yeah we'll get you problems. out of here we'll winch this around that post and pull you on out but yeah that's the only time a teacher like openly you could see you're like, damn, dude, that's that's pretty crazy. I just feel like entrepreneurs love saying, you know, my teachers told me I wasn't going to be anything. And I feel like, you know, you've had they that experience. Have. I've never heard a I, teacher say that. It was never towards me, though. So yeah. it was like, you know, I don't think he that kid grew up to be, I think he grew up to be a farmer. He probably did grow up to be a but farmer. he didn't grow up to be Gary Vee. Yeah, how like old that. was this teacher? 50s, 50s? Probably. I was going to say. It's, it's it sounds like some of the fifties teacher says that, that teacher was a dick anyway. Like his, he was one of those that sounds teachers. like something like a bitter person who doesn't yeah. like what they do and realize they wasted their whole life. Says no, like you know when teachers take their job too seriously sometimes, where they're like, "I'm gonna make this class hard as fuck on you." That's not your job though. If the curriculum is to teach you something and you want to make it as hard as possible for me to learn this. And they're like, you will not get an A in my class because my classes are not easy. Have you had a teacher like that? That teacher. He was like, this is how class is. Dude, it sounds like this man just shouldn't have been a teacher. He shouldn't have, dude. I mean, he was pretty big. (laughs) Coincidentally, he used to be a football player and got ran over by a tractor. Fucked his whole back up and kind of ruined his life. So I could, I guess, hindsight. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, so hindsight is probably why he's a little upset about it. Probably. Yeah. Stupid so. farmers out here running over kids <laughs> with tractors. Yeah. What are y'all I doing? I don't even know how you get in that situation. Uh, you'd be an idiot kid. You run out in front of a tractor. Yeah, probably. That's how it happens. But yeah. Teachers, and then you have to prove to people you're smart, so you go be a teacher. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah, and you, you get to teach the next generation. Is that why people become teachers? I don't know. Teachers, why do you guys become teachers? Do you do it for do teachers? Okay, here's a question. Teachers, do you guys become teachers for the summer vacation or do you do it because you actually want to be a teacher? Ooh, that's a good one. Because that Cause summer vacation is pretty enticing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Three months off? Yeah. Like from a real chick? Jesus. Yeah. And do they get paid like over for the summer? I think I think you can schedule, like obviously I'm not 100% honest and they can tell us this, but I think you structure your pay whether you want less pay throughout the year, uh, but it goes through the whole year, like your contract's that way. Or if you get paid more, but you get paid only during the school year and then during the summer. That's interesting. And during the summer, you don't get paid. I wish I could just get paid like one once a year. That'd be, that'd be wild. Yeah. If you just got your whole salary at once. Yeah. Okay. That's a good theory. That's a good question. Okay. Reframe that because that's going to be a that, that'd be a good clip. What do you want me to say? Okay. Do you think it would be better or worse if you got all of your salary in one in one day and you had a whole year to like budget it out, do you think that would help people or hurt people drastically? I think it would hurt companies. You would have to sign contracts that are like, hey, man, you can't quit once yeah, we yeah. give you this. Yeah. Or maybe it's at the end of the year. You work a full year. I don't know. That'd yeah, be but then your first year, you're fucked. Yeah, well, they got to give you a bed to sleep in. I don't know. Yeah. I'm saying day one, just in like a hypothetical world where somehow the math works out, but like say your salary is $40,000 a year and they hand you $40,000 the first day. Do you think that would help you budgeting? Because you're like, okay, I have this much money to live on all year. Rent, food, all of that. Or do you think it would like hurt and they'd be like, oh, I, I got plenty of money. And then by the summer, you're down to like 10 grand. 
You're like, dude, I got eight months to live off three. Yeah, grand. dude, that's ninety nine percent of people. Honestly, you think that's what it is? Oh yeah, that would be. I mean, and actually, I don't think it would be me. I don't spend a whole lot of money other than on food and stuff. But I do think, especially those online shoppers out there, and you guys know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the people that. Okay, this is one thing I hate that Becca does. That it just seems crazy to me. I hate when people that shop go. Oh, it was 20% off, so I saved five bucks, but you spent 15 to get it. What? Yeah. That's not saving five bucks. You still spent $15. They're like, I had a coupon for 40% off. That's why it was such a good deal. I had to get it. Yeah. It's like, I got it's this. Like, I got. You still lost 80 bucks. Yeah. It's like, why you buy two blenders? Because it was buy one, get one half off. It was a good deal. Yeah. It's like, but we only need one blender. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do? And I'll give it to off. somebody else. You so bu- you didn't save money. You yeah. bought somebody a gift is what you did. You got half a free blender. You still bought one and a half blenders. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? But that kind of like, I don't know. That's a good thing that I think should be taught in school is money. Like the concept of money and how to like manage it. Like just a class that at the beginning of the class, it should be okay. I had a class like that. It was called consumerism. Really? Yeah, we learned how to make middle school. Yeah, we learned how to make budgets. And do I remember any of it? No. Yeah, because this was seventh grade. Yeah, I like thinking about a budget was way off. This is the class you take your freshman year of college. Whenever you are you or like second semester freshman year of college. Whenever you go through the whole first semester and you're like, holy shit! Yeah, how does money work? Yeah, and then they're like, well. We got an answer for you. That's when you take the class. You don't take it as a seventh grader. Yeah. And in like the fucked up part is in Whenever all, all you're doing is budgeting birthday money. Well, yeah. In all these scenarios, you start out with a budget that is livable. They're like, okay, you're making $120,000 a year and your partner's making uh, $100,000 a year. How do you all budget, you know, pick where you want to live and you know, how, what you want, what type of food you want to eat, how much you want to spend on that. Yeah. Now it should be, Okay, here's all your shit that costs forty grand normally, but you only made twenty five a year. How do you get out of this? And then you're like, okay, I can do away with some of this shit. I don't need all this. I don't need to go out. I don't need anything but ramen noodles. Like that's what they should do to like put it into perspective. Yeah. Like okay, the average you know minimum wage. Let's live off that. Like let's do that. Mm-hmm. And the whole class should be at the very beginning. You walk in, everyone just draws something out of a hat, and it's like a, a salary. And they're like, okay, go online and find places to live and shit and budget that in. And well, that would be a fun. stress that would just fucking take. That'd be a fun, like, experiment where it, you, you give those to the students and then, like, you know, you pull one of those out, you get your salary. It's kind of like the baby thing, like, where you have to have the baby. Yeah. And then, but maybe it's not even a class. Maybe it's just it, you, everybody gets this. So they have their set, like, budget throughout the year and they get, like, money for doing certain classes or getting grades or whatever, like, in all of their classes. Mm-hmm. But then a teacher... Who's like, this is their only job at the school is they go up and they're like, boom, cancer. And you're like, what? It's like, now you got a budget for medical bills, bitch. (laughs) That is the car crash. Get fucked. You broke both your legs. I better not see you walking all around school. Guess what? Wheelchair. Wife's pregnant. Got to have a baby coming. Yeah. Got a budget. You're like, damn. (laughs) <laughs> now Dude, I can't get life? now I can't get extras at lunch, bro. A life teacher or like a life counselor that just walks around fucking your life up—that yeah. would be. Oh my! Like we just need a Mister Miyagi that goes around at school. It's just like giving people life lessons, and that's all his job is. But that would be the wildest. That that is a good school. That yeah. that is a perfect school. Yeah, sounds like a it's dojo so, to me. <laughs> sounds like sounds like a karate gym. All right, so Such let's a, let's get back to uh, how do you decide what it is that you're going to do for the rest of your life? Uh, this is tough. I think one of the most effective ways is while you're young, do a bunch of shit, and if you start out doing it and then you don't like it, just leave. Yeah, because how well like because the point is like how do you know what it is that you like until you try a bunch of different things yeah it's like i would have never got into you know like some people i mean some people have careers i'm like how the fuck did you get in figure that that out yeah Yeah. but it probably stems from either like they're around someone that was in it and then you know they kind of take interest from like they looked at them like, oh it'd be a cool day to like see what you do and then they ask them Mm -hmm. and they tell them what their day looks like and then like oh damn yeah that seems pretty crazy the crazy thing is seeing like people on tiktok who have these weird, like, you know, these weird sections of tick, 
TikTok. Like I saw one where a guy mixed different chemicals together and it made a metal that was in the color of rainbows. And he knew how to change the different like amount of chemicals he would pour into the mixture. Different, like rainbows? And it would shit? create different geometrical patterns in different colors and the shapes. I'm like... Who the how? Yeah, how do you get? How do we that? get here? I don't. That sounds like a what YouTube video did you search up that linked to this video? Because I know this is not what you searched up. You yeah. didn't search geometrical metal shapes. That man took you five searched, of those at home science experiments and just mixed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. He his parents or his grandma probably got him like a science kit for yeah for Christmas, and then it had that in there. Yeah, and then. He took that with, he was like, oh, I can do this with real chemicals. Mm -hmm. And then he tried it and somehow didn't die. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those people, like the pioneers and stuff, they definitely die at first. Pioneers. Doing some crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I don't know how. Do you think you should go to college? Like, is college is college a place where that you, you figure that? Because that's one thing people would, as an argument for college, is like, especially in your early days of college, you know, freshman year, yeah. you're taking so many different courses and stuff. Yeah, you that, have like your requirements, like your gen ed. Yeah, which I think and, not, and they force you to take things like you know ethics or like a philosophy yeah. class, and then you have to take you know like chemistry or biology or something like that, and then a couple of electives. And like, is the idea for that that that's when you're supposed to decide or figure out what it is that you're interested in? Yeah, um, I'm I'm a big advocate now for the the year off after high school, the gap year, as they yeah, call the it, gap year. Because the gap year, you have to, like, you have to go into the real world. Like, you have to learn what the real world's like for at least a year. Because in high school, it's structured. Mm -hmm. And then in college, it's semi-structured. Like, you still have a schedule. You can make your own schedule. Yeah. But you still aren't in the real world yet. Yeah. Like, people will give you student loan all the time because they know the system of what it's turning out. But you can't take a gap year and not be going to college and be like, hey, man, can I borrow 40 grand? Things like, Why? Yeah. He's like, oh, I just want to like live and find myself. They're like, yeah, fuck no, dude. Yeah. I don't think you're going to pay that back. Yeah. <laughs> Why? You don't have a job, man. Yeah. You can't just get 40 grand out here and just go run around and do whatever you want with it. Yeah. But in college, they're like, oh, wait, you you sure you want 40? You want 80? Yeah. I'll give you 80 right now. I mean, sign this, 120 grand, all yours. This What's it for? Oh, I'm going to pull Heaven Hill straight out of the bottle. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah, here you go. And they give you like book money and stuff. And you that's need, what you like. You need $5,000 extra for Pedialyte? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take some. And people like think it, it's a hack. They're like, oh, I got this much in grants and I squeezed this out of my loan. So they give me six more grand a year to use on books, but I can use on whatever I want. I'm like, dude, you still got to pay that back. <laughs> like, yeah, you got it for all that stuff. That's still on your loan. Yeah. They're still getting money on that. Yeah. That's, that's what happens. And then but, they get out of college and they're like, dude, I wish they would just cancel student debt. It's so crazy. I hate that <laughs> argument. Oh my God. That is the worst argument I've ever heard. They need to cancel all the student debt. I'm like, why student debt? Why can't you just, why not cancel all debt? Yeah. What about, I, I think maybe medical debt. Why don't we just cancel that? Why, why student debt? Like, why don't you cancel someone's bills that like some shit happened to them? They didn't have health insurance and it fucked them up for the rest of life. Why don't you cancel that debt first? Yeah. Or why don't you cancel debt for people that are trying to take risks and you know, they're in debt for the small business going under. I wonder how many people would be uh, like, wouldn't qualify if the qualifications for canceling your student debt was that you ended up using the degree that you got with that Damn, student debt. Dude, no shot. No <laughs> shot. 98% of those people are, yeah. 98% of those people are fucked. It's like, if we get a return on investment in society from the money we gave you, then you can cancel your student debt. But if not, you got to pay it back. Well, yeah. And the, the <laughs> fucked up part is the people that use their degree for that field aren't the ones screaming for to cancel student debt because they went, found, like got a degree and then they got a job in that field. And now they're doing what the plan was. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, out of all the people who get screwed over in that, teachers are probably a big one. Because they don't get paid, you know, a, a ton of money. They're not, yeah. like, rich out here. And, you know, a lot of teachers, I think you have to, you know, teachers, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think you have to, ask for, after so many years of teaching, you have to go and get your master's, too. So you have to get a regular bachelor's degree and a master's. I feel like it could be, because I know this is, like, the case with nurses, is they'll pay for your school. Oh, maybe. But you're in a contract of like, yeah, you know, they'll pay for you to learn whatever in nursing school to like get you up to a higher paying job, but you have to stay at that hospital. Yeah. So it's like more of a, 
Like, I think that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good thing to do. Like I know some of you all might not know, and this will be helpful for you. Cause I mean, I'm in, you know, we're in like the construction blue collar life. So that's something that there's not like a ton of information on. There's a lot of companies out there that you can join that will pay for you to learn skilled trades and they'll send you to school and they'll pay for all of it. And you'll have no debt, learn that skill and come back and work for them because Mm -hmm. that's a good case of someone investing in you and being like, okay, if you really want to go learn this, you want to go learn how to, you know, weld or be an electrician or something, we'll pay for your school for you to learn that service. And then you can come back and add value to the company because now you have that skill. Yeah. That's a good model. I like that model. Yeah. That makes sense Mm -hmm. because you go, you learn, it doesn't like fuck you over by breaking the bank or some shit, but then it's also like, okay, you know, you're kind of trading, they're putting their faith into you. So then when you get out to, you know, kind of gesture back, you work for them. Yeah. Makes sense to me. What do you think about, cause whenever you say something like that, I think, you know, you do that when you're 18, you know? Yeah. So like, what do you think about Gary V's big message that he's been pushing a lot recently of you need to, you know, you could get to 30 and not have done anything and still be young. Like you need to be patient and you need to spend the next 10, you need to spend your whole twenties just trying stuff and being risky and, you know, pushing the boundaries and you can wait till you're 30 to get started and still be fine. Yeah. So a big thing, like a big point that plays into what he says about that is he always talks about, um, stop caring about what people think about you. But that is so hard to do. Like, isn't, it's an easy concept. Everyone understands the concept of it, but to actually like put that into action. And he's like, sometimes some people's parents are holding them back, but no one wants to like go against their parents and be like that person that you're like, I don't give a fuck about what you think. Like, dude, they're your parents. I think it's partially impossible too, because yeah, to not care about. Well, people have to like you. If if you get excluded because people don't like you, you're screwed. That's a miserable life. Well, yeah, and you're screwed. You know. Yeah. Like if. Yeah, like you have to at some level care what people think about you. Like uh, otherwise, you could walk around naked. You know, yeah. if you really wanted Not to, or, yeah, or you could like, you know, cuss people out because you just feel like it to you at, at some level, you have to have some kind of understanding of, oh, I'm going to act respectfully so that people accept me into society. Yeah. So it has to, you have to do it at some level. Yeah. And like my argument, I guess you don't have to, but uh, you don't have to, but it, it <laughs> helps benefit your life yeah. a lot if you do. <laughs> yeah. And like my, a big thing, I guess for like Gary V that I wouldn't understand is he was like, I helped build my dad's business up until I was like 32. And then I left it with nothing. I'm like, okay, did you build your dad's business? Cause it's something you wanted to do or you cared about your dad and you're like, Oh, I want him to succeed and be successful too. And like, I'm doing this for him, not me. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard for me to think that he's doing that all for like to build up him and build up his, you know, life and the career he wants to get going and not care about what happens to his dad or anything. If he stayed there for that many years to build it up. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like counteracting his point because yeah, he got his dad to a point to where he was good alone. And then he went and did his own thing, which is great. But he also like cared about what his dad thought and wanted him to like be in a good situation. So he stayed and did all that stuff. Not for him. Yeah. And then he went out and built something. Yeah, well, that's a good point because I think one of the things that annoys me the most whenever I hear people say something like, you know, I'm just 23, I'm still young, or I'm just 24, I'm still young. You know, I have time to yeah. to figure out my life. It's like, yeah, but are you going to figure it out, you know, playing COD all night and yeah. going to the bar every Friday and Saturday? That's not going to work. You're going to be in the same situation in six years if you're just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So people, one, they don't take advantage of the opportunity, and two is – Another thing that people do that drives me up the wall is they, for some reason, responsibilities aren't a factor in these conversations whenever people have these conversations. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're 22, you're still young, uh, you, you have your whole life ahead of you, you could you know, not get anything right for the next eight years and still be young. It's like, yeah, but dude, you have a kid. Yeah. You have a one-year-old. Because you, like, you made a bad decision and weren't careful whenever you were younger, and now you have a one-year-old. And you have responsibilities. So no, you can't mess up till you're 30. You have to go get a job is what you have to do because you have a family now. Yeah, I mean, you're responsible for other people. And I know people in like that I've, uh, 
you know, that we went to school with or, you know, that went to college with and like, you know, have kids and they're like, oh, I'm out here hustling and grinding. It's like, dude, you need to get off, stop making the influencer content and get a real job so you can support your family because yeah. you have a kid now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you made that decision. Yeah. That kid didn't ask to be brought in here, man. Yeah. You did that. And I mean, to like that point too, a lot of people will use responsibilities as a crutch where they're like, I can't leave. I can't, you know, I can't go chase my passion because I have these things keeping me here and tying me down and stuff. And then my argument to that would be there's, if you sit down and think about your day in like, we've done this before where you write out your day or like track what goes on in your day, you notice dead time. You notice stuff where you're like, I'm not doing anything here. Yeah. Like, screen time is a big one. Yeah. Screen time. Every time my iPhone tells me how much screen time I spent the past week, it's like a little, it's yeah. Like a little version of me is like, you idiot. Well, and <laughs> what like doing technology control, like getting c- complete and total control over your phone is one of the hardest things I think to do. Like that is one of the, the hardest concepts for me to see people just completely implement to change your life. I like the rule that you had that I kind of just do naturally and my body would just shut off. But like, if you're not doing anything in your board at night, just go to sleep because you're not, you're not helping yourself by staying up and fucking your morning over. That wasn't even a rule I had. That was just like, that was, and that, I was talking to you about this the other day. I think if you, I think sleep is a good indicator of whether or not you need to make a change in your life. Like if you are hesitant, like if you don't want to go to sleep and you are, it's easy for you to wake up in the morning, that's a good sign that you're in a good place in your life right now. Yeah. But if you're sleeping in all the time, you're taking naps all the time, you know, it's super easy for you to want to lay down and go to sleep at night. That's a sign that you're not excited about what you're doing and maybe you need to make a change. Yeah. And another thing people don't tell you is finding your passion isn't easy. They make it seem easy. They're like, oh, just find what your passion about. I still don't even know about that. I don't whole. know what that means. Yeah. Like, no one, everyone's like, find your passion. You'll never work a day in your life. I'm like, okay, do you feel like you're working? Like, yeah. Did you find your passion? Well, so, okay, so you're not even practicing what you're preaching. I don't, I don't know. even think there's a thing. I don't know I, what that means. I don't think there's ever been anybody who's lived that has found something that they do that they've never, like, once had a day where they were like, dude, today sucks. Yeah. I mean, I think about it with pro athletes all the time. Or people like find your passion and never work it in your life. And you see these pro athletes like committing suicide or, you know, being depressed or coming out and saying the pressure on them or their relationships are folding and they're getting divorced or, the, you know, it comes out that Tiger Woods is cheating on his wife and stuff. It's like, dude, being a pro athlete was that kid's dream. Mm-hmm. That's like everyone's dream. He's like, Tiger's a good example. At, yeah. And he's like at the top of his game. And it's like, oh, that's everything he wanted in life. Yeah. And it's still like, you still have to live life. It doesn't mean you're like some bliss and you can coast forever. Yeah. You still have problems. You still have to work on your relationship, even though you're Tiger Woods. Like you still have to tend to all these things. Yeah. You can't just achieve. I want to be a CEO. And then you're a CEO and you're like, well, my life's complete. It's not how that works. Yeah. You can't do that. I don't even know. Like, like it's a good point. Like, I don't know what you mean by find what you're passionate about because this might happen for some people. My, whatever I'm obsessed with bounces around a lot. Yeah. Like it'll change very frequently and I'll get obsessed about one thing and then do a super deep dive on it for, you know, a month and then get obsessed on another thing and then do a deep dive on that. Uh, You know, there's some constants in my life, but you know, I don't know what you mean. Like, I always feel like, why is it in, why is it in careers that people say you need to find your passion but in every other area of your life, passion is something that you need to be careful with. Yeah, to like show the wrong people. Like that's been a big thing in religion for, you know, centuries is, you know, don't let the passion, don't let your passions tempt you into making poor decisions. It's like, that's a moral standard of like, you feel these urges and these passions to do certain things. And then, you know, we know in life, you know, like if you have an urge to, you know, like you feel passionate and you have an urge to like yell at somebody because they made you mad. We know that in your life you need to tame that and then not do it. And yeah. then, but whenever it comes to your career, it's like, no, you need, now you need to yeah, find what you're passionate people. Yeah. Now yeah. you need to find what you're passionate about now you need to look and up. pursue that. I don't even know what you mean by passion because passion can mean 
you know, this is something that I makes me happy. That's one way to think about passion. Another way to think about passion is I feel extremely, I don't know, motivated by this. Like I feel like a push, a drive. Another passion is this is something that's so meaningful to me that no matter how bad it sucks, I still will be able yeah, I still like want it, to do it's it. It's going to suck and it's going to hurt and I'm going to hate it in the process. But the reason behind it is so strong that I will be able to do it. Like, I don't know what you mean. You know, like I'm passionate about uh, eating breakfast in the morning. And you want me to base the same feeling off of that, <laughs> off of my career? Yeah. Like, I don't know what people mean whenever they say that. Well, and it's like, I don't know if someone that says find your passion, if they'd be like, oh, you all have always been po- or uh, passionate about podcasting. It's like, I've never once before this thing been like, oh, I'm going to be a podcaster growing up or I'm going to have, I'm going to try to make a show and grow it and stuff. No, we got into other things that led us down this path. Like we got into, you know, like, you know, cameras interest us. So then we kind of like got in, dove into cameras and then it was like editing. So then we dove into editing and then it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And then it built this of, you know, talking in a microphone and having these, discussions and building a page and stuff but like the passion didn't get you there it was trying all these things and then you know kind of slowly working in a direction and that's what came out of it yeah so like it's not it's not like like something yeah it's not like you i would equate it to like you have a blank canvas and you need to acquire like each skill outlines what the painting is so it's like blank when you're looking at it and you don't know what you want and then you acquire a skill and that skill will either like um, kind of like reshape it or you can take it. I don't know why the same is probably in my head, but like, uh, you know, like wheel of fortune and they spin and then they guess letters. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm, pa- I'm going to try letter a and you try it. So your brain kind of has like this little box of a word. And you're like, I'm going to try a, a didn't yeah. work out. So I'm going to go to C now. But then if you don't go and bounce around and try these things, like you'll never get the outline of what, you know, the word is. Yeah. Of like a direction. I feel like, that I feel sense. like interest is a better word than passion. Yeah. I feel like if you, cause you know, things will interest you. You don't interest them. Like for some reason they'll get a hold of you, whatever the thing is. Yeah. It's not like you make an conscious effort to be interested in the thing. So like if you, uh, you know, like I'm listening to a book right now called Mastery. And one of the things he talks about is like, look at all the things that interest you and then see how those, you know, what's common across all those things. And then once you can get underneath all of the things that interest you, now you'll know what really interests you. And it's like, <clears throat> like he talks about in there, I think it was Mozart that he talks about. He's like, it's not that Mozart was interested in piano and music, like music per se. Like it, he wasn't interested in, you know, the keys and the foot pedals and the stuff. Yeah. He, felt an emotion in him that he wanted to express and he didn't know how else to do that. And the piano was the medium to do that, which is kind of how I feel about the podcast, which is why our mess, like, you know, some of we're not being as goofy as we has been is because, you know, the podcast is the medium and the message is what, like what the things that we're saying, we get on here and ex- like talk about ideas that are interesting to us. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and through talking about them and like yeah. pursuing them and talking them out with like people I don't and give, getting feedback. I don't give two shits about the podcast, but I do give a shit about the ideas that we talk about. Yeah. You do care about the content that comes from it. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Some things interest me about the podcast, like content strategy and, yeah, you know, you know, aesthetics of the podcast and all that stuff. But really what it is, is talking about the ideas that is the most in- interesting and engaging. Yeah. And like getting feedback from people of like, you know, we throw out like an idea that's not as comedy driven and throw out something. And then a lot of people are like, yeah, we feel that way too. And you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, that makes sense. Or someone's like, no, this is how I feel about it. And you're like, Oh, that's, I didn't think about it that way. Like, yeah. That, that's something that's, you know, it's, it's good for us and helps us find stuff and personal life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, think we're kind of getting to a stopping point yeah kind of like a slowing down point yeah we're kind of getting in circles but i would say to put some as a closing statement closing argument on this would be to find a job you need to find jobs that are interesting to you and then pursue those jobs and if it doesn't work out whatever job that interests you and you pursue it that's fine don't feel like 
you have to stay in a job to find your passion. Don't feel like, you know, oh, this did interest me, but now I'm going through a rut. But everyone goes through a rut, so I'm just going to stick it out, and then I'll end up being passionate about it. Mm. And also, if you are somebody who is uh, curious more about these ideas, and you actually are, like, struggling trying to figure out your passion, here are two books you guys can uh, look up or read. Two books that I'm reading right now that are really helpful. One's called Range, and that's a book about how, you know, whether you need to be somebody who specializes in one area or whether you need to be somebody who dabbles in a bunch of different areas. So that's a good book to check out. And then Mastery, which is a book all about finding your purpose per se. So if you guys are interested, I'll put those in the description and you guys can check those out if you want. Um, we got to set up an affiliate link. Yeah, to those things. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. So we get 10 cents off of the one person that buys it. Yeah. So thank you. So we appreciate the 10 yeah. cents. <laughs> but yeah, in the meantime, chase interests, not passions. Yeah. Then Sound pretty legit? Yeah. And don't stop chasing tail. Like dogs. Yeah. Dogs we have a dog who chases a tail a lot. Yeah, all the time. Never yeah. caught it. Yeah. Never catches it. So... Yeah, but until then, make sure to do all the stuff. Like, subscribe, comment, share. If you found anything in this podcast useful, if you found anything inspiring or motivating, and you know of a friend who could use some kind of thoughts along these lines, and I'm sure you do, uh, don't hesitate to share it with them because, you know, if it helps, it helps. and. Yep. You know, if you just want to make them laugh, you know, if you thought this, if this made you laugh and you think it's good for other people to laugh, then share it with a friend. So, yeah. So until then, we'll catch also you leave, leave a five star rating, please. Yeah. You have to please to all. Yeah. We'll find you or I don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <sighs> Amen. And we'll catch you next one. Peace. Thank you guys for watching that episode. If you want to see another episode, it'll be right here in this area. And if you want to check out our new clips channel and you have attention span issues and you can't, you know, stay focused for more than 10 seconds, that one would be right here. This one's more fun probably, but both of them. Try both of them and then tell us which one you like.